filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Oh, ladies and gents, it's your buddy Gavin. Don't even know what day of quarantine we're on, but it's Monday. What is it, March? What's it? I'm going to ask my guest. Roscoe P. joins us. Roscoe P., what day is it? <laughs> 23rd. March 23rd. Fantastic. Um, welcome to the filibuster. Bente Trace. Oh, Bente Trace. Si, claro. So quarantine, COVID-19 is, is continuing to make all kinds of craziness happen, both good and bad, mostly bad. But there's been a couple weird silver lining things. One of them we're bringing Roscoe P. on to discuss. Um, because what this quarantine has done for most of us is given us the gift of time. Because we were all just stuck in our houses. And Roscoe P. is now recording new songs. Is that correct, Roscoe P.? Correct. Okay, so we'll get into that. But also, and I'm not going to lie, you don't have as many Twitter followers as maybe I would think you should have. However, last night, during a viral e- epidemic, you started a viral retweet. Bad choice of words. So that's what I mean. It's a viral epidemic, and you started a viral tweet. And it's an amazing thing, and we're going to get into that. But first, place is listening because it actually plays into what we're going to talk about. So I don't usually do I don't usually do places listening with the guests, but I feel like you know we're good friends. You can handle it. Is that fair? Fair. I'm ready. Okay. So number one, by a million percent, Paris, France, all over it, right? USA number two, UK number three, Colombia. Number four, oh. Canada. Number five. Number six, España, Spain. Oh, viva España. Muy bien. <laughs> Followed by Australia, Ireland, Italy, and Mexico. That's rounding out your top ten. Now, Spain's a little low for number six, and I'll tell you why. Because, ladies and gents, we are listening to a man who, in the last 24 hours, has gone from zero to hero to the Twitterati, <laughs> to the Twitterati of España. Roscoe P., will you take us through what I... Just set it up for me. Basically, Roscoe's tweet went viral last night, and it was phenomenal to be this close to a person who just went from anonymity to, like, celebrity-level action on Twitter in one night. But only in Spain. But only in Spain, which is fine, because this podcast is relatively popular, but only in France. So I totally get it. All right. So I I should probably explain that I have a couple of Twitter handles. The the one... So there's the one I started with just the one that's under my real name and attached to my real job. Yes. Um, and that one has a lot of followers. I don't, I don't know. If 700 something. I think I don't really know. Um, I don't tweet very often from there and usually it's all work related. Yes. Um, what I learned several years ago was that as well, it used to be my only, uh, Twitter, uh, handle. And so I, I followed a lot of work-related stuff, but also other stuff like stuff that I'm into, like music and the news and politics and things like that. And somebody who I knew at the time years ago um, saw that and actually unfollowed me on Twitter because he saw that I followed some certain left-leaning media types who he did not like and decided to unfollow me. And I learned that 
that might be potentially dangerous to my real job, right? Like if sure. people saw things they didn't like, it's not a, it's not really, my job is one that I can't really be controversial. Right. right? You've got to, so you've got to be there for everybody potentially. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I, I kind of need to, to separate my personal interests from my professional likes. Um, Except for, by the way, when Andrew Patterson comes on the show and calls yeah. you by your given name. Well, that's name. what I was going to say. Andrew Patterson <laughs> dropped both my real first and last name 45 <laughs> times on the last podcast. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 you know, as he recanted on that show, he's recently had a brain injury. So brain injury. We're going to let it slide. We're going to let it slide. We're going to let it slide. He's like Nikki Six. Like, he was gone and came back. Yeah, he's the Nikki Six of, of the Philadelphia, sorry, the filibuster freestyle family. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let it go. But, yeah, so anyway, so I started uh, another Twitter, Twitter handle under the Roscoe P name, and I very rarely tweet, but I did that mostly so I could follow all of the things I'm interested in that don't have anything to do with my work. Um, like music, like pro wrestling. Yeah, music, pro wrestling, yeah, politics, the news, you know, um, whatever. Like like anything outside of what my my day job is. Correct. Um, By the way, that's why we started filibusterfreestyle.com's Twitter handle, and are now using it because I'm now in yeah. a, I'm now back in a similar that's area right. where I don't really combine the two as much as I used to do it a little bit more. And now it's like you know what, just don't even be in that space anymore. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. I know. You need. Yeah. Well, you're gonna need a separate space because, as we'll probably get into in a bit. The, the drilling threes reunion is coming and that might need to be separate from what you do uh when you're not in drilling threes but anyway d- different topic for later i don't so know drilling threes this- is for everybody kind of <laughs> oh, okay well great we'll talk about that so anyway one of the people i follow on twitter is this writer i'm not entirely sure how to say her last name i believe it's jill filipovich um, or it might be Filipovich, I'm not sure, but, uh, and I, I don't really know how I got to her. I think it was one of those, like, somebody else I followed retweeted something that she had, and it just sounded smart and interesting to me, so I started following her, but she's a, a writer and a lawyer and, you know, all this kind of stuff, and has a lot of interesting things to say. So yesterday she tweeted um, about the Spanish army, and apparently one of the things that's happening in Spain to help contain the coronavirus coronavirus outbreak is they are deploying the army. I'm not sure what they're doing, but they're, they're using the army to help manage the outbreak. So there's a couple pictures of that, and the pictures are of these uh, young, very jacked, very handsome Spanish dudes. Um, very fit. Very fit. And their clothing uh, is very tailored. Yes, in very tight, like very tight uniforms with like the shirts unbuttoned halfway down their chest, like in a very revealing way. I mean, these guys look great. They look great. And, and Jill's tweet, like it, it was, you know, again, she made a point to not be insensitive to what's going on, but her tweet was basically along the lines of like, Hey Spain, why don't you throw a few of those soldiers our way? We'll probably listen when they tell us to do stuff. Like, right. you know, because they're so handsome. It's over here. See si, guapo. Right. So then I, you know, just something I almost never do, just like being bored, stuck at home. I replied to her tweet, and I have it right here, so I'll read it word for word. Uh, it's really, it's yeah, like one of the things that's so hilarious about this whole thing is that the tweet is very like blah. Dude, it's nothing. so innocuous. Like it's, it's so, so innocuous. innocuous, and you yeah. just nailed it. Oh yeah. my god! It's so great. here's here's what I wrote word for word. Important scientific fact: everyone in Spain is good looking. Everyone. <laughs> 
That's uh, it. That's the tweet. Right now, <laughs> it's the, it's the most pointless thing in the world. And didn't you didn't you just to make sure I have it right? Didn't you kind of like retweet her tweet with that comment? Is that fair, or no? Uh, or did you just reply to her tweet? I don't think I did. I think that was just a reply just, to her tweet. Okay, so just a straight up reply, which she I think yeah. liked, correct? Maybe. Because either way, she has correct. a she has about one hundred twenty five thousand, if I can remember off the top of my head, followers. Uh, hold on, it's right here. Um, yes, good. Almost exactly, yes. Okay. You yesterday going into yeah. this tweet had forty seven. I'm not trying to be not yes. trying to be a jerk. Now again, now again, before we all make fun of that, like this is a handle that I use basically to look at Twitter. Oh, yeah. Tweet. Bo- I, I don't no. do anything to like get try to get well, followers or have people follow me or you know. Two two things. One, you already pointed out that you've got another one that's like for really you and you've got over 700 which is a lot more right, I think so something like that a lot higher higher than I have for sure in my real life but my point is the ability for somebody with 47 followers yeah. at the time and I know you're up to at least 51 now which is by the way a 10% increase but anyway okay within the numbers that you're going to share in a second I want people to understand this is the action that a person whose Kevin Durant burner account has 47 <laughs> followers. Yes, that's what it is. Right? And that's my point. So I'm not belittling you at all. If anything, I'm saying your tweet, which you just read, which is incredibly yeah. innocuous, yeah. was muy perfecto en España, pero yeah. tell us yeah. why. Tell us the numbers. Okay. Oh, hold on. I just lost. Oh, I got it. So it is, um, I have 5,023 likes <laughs> and... <laughs> And 201 retweets. <laughs> Did you have anywhere close to 5,000 total likes yet? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I, I said jokingly in a text to you yesterday, my previous high on likes from this account was four. Yes. Um, it might be a little higher than that, but, like, uh, it can't be 20. Like, I don't think I've ever tweeted from the Roscoe P account and had as many as so the, likes. So the point is... Yeah, 5,000. From 50 <laughs> followers, you got yeah. 5,000 likes. That is, what, 100? That's 100x yeah. of your reach. Just by pointing out that not only is the Spanish army in that picture incredibly handsome, but in fact that, in your opinion, all Spaniards are, are guapo or guapa. Right. Well, there's a few things that are, I think, funny about the tweet. What, one, is, one is kind of obvious, and it's also funny that people didn't get that the part of the joke but one thing that's funny like to me and i guess to you and people know me i've never been to spain see so like i actually have no frame of reference here yeah any spaniards you know we're literally here in america and would be a really small sample size to make a comment like that or like rafael madal like i know like famous spaniards right handsome guy yeah yeah right yeah um it just seems like every time you see a spaniard it's a good looking person but like i have no idea i've never been to spain i don't know what people look like yeah the only spaniards you're seeing are ones who make it to the tube across the ocean so they're probably going to be attractive and or powerful probably Probably both but the but the joke part of it and i think we're going to talk about like some of the replies to this because there's been i don't know like 200 replies (laughs) (laughs) and there's like a whole i've created like a whole ecosystem there's a there's a reply to my tweet like i replied to jill's tweet some dude in who in spain who replied in my tweet to spanish has like 2000 likes on his tweet which is a reply to me wow so yeah so um uh, oh, so the joke is that I said this was a scientific fact. And, yeah. of course, the joke the joke being that 
someone being good looking is entirely a matter of opinion yes. and therefore can't, therefore cannot be a fact. Totally objective. Yeah. Um, so there or are subjective, a lot of excuse telling me. me that I was wrong. Like, like, you know, no, that's not a fact. You know, like, yeah, I know. Like, I, I <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's why. Well, funny. but number one though, I feel like the people that I saw telling you that they weren't good looking personally all had yes. a really good looking profile pic. I mean, yes. So one of the replies to me that that has gotten a lot of attention is, yeah, is a guy who I think said in Spanish, like something like I'm the exception or, you know, not me or something like that. But, yeah, like if you go on his profile pic, like he's a pretty good looking guy. <laughs> like like he's not Rafael. He actually exactly proves my point. Like like he's probably in the bottom five, you know, like worst looking guys in Spain. And he's pretty good looking. And and so he, he tweeted this thing about, yeah, like, you know, not me or whatever. And then some. Some chick replied to him like, "No, I checked out your profile. You're not the exception of the rule." Exactly. Yeah, like it was great. So self-deprecation. Yeah. Getting him oh, some. Not working on me, Spaniards. Not at all. No. So, so what are some? Yeah, run through some of the replies. Run through some of the highlights of of this. I mean, first of all, how wild was it for you when you first started? I think you texted me when you got to like 400. So, like, yeah, is your cool. phone just exploding? Like, what's going on? Well, I don't have the notifications turned on, so like it's not smart. Like that. smart, um, but every time I open up the Twitter app and you know the little bell there, which usually has like nothing or like a one or something, you know, it's like it's, it just says like twenty plus. You know, like every time I open the the Twitter app. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I was at like four hundred last night, and I was like, well, I got I got to tell Gavin about this. This is crazy. And then I think in my head, I already even said to you like. Uh, if this gets to a thousand, like I'm getting on a plane and flying to Spain, like I don't care if there's a. You said it to me, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Like, at, like at a thousand, I thought like there's no way I'm getting a thousand. Like that would be just ridiculous if I get to a thousand likes. And you know, here we are, not even 24 hours later, at five thousand. Yeah, the uh, fact that this is. I do think it's probably starting to slow down. Like that was another thing. Like Twitter is a is a like a you know it's like the lifespan of a mosquito. Like it's you know there's billions of tweets every second, and I can't believe how long this went. Right. Um, you know, like, it's still going. Like, we're still getting likes now. Like, you know, whatever it was, like, 20 hours later. Actually, yeah, it's almost, actually, it's, it's almost, it's been, like, exactly 24 hours. I tweeted this at 6.47 last night. It's now 6.56, so. Right, so in, in, in 24 hours and 10 minutes, you've got 5,000 likes. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, so a lot of the reply, I, I will say this, there were some people who, uh, I, most of the replies were in total agreement with me. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of the replies were in Spanish, which uh, was kind of wild. Makes sense. And um, I saw that you were replying to those people in Spanish. And I it, did reply to some people in Spanish. I used to be quite good at Spanish. In high school, I was quite good at it. I didn't really keep up with it through college. And I can still, like, I can't really speak it. But if I hear people speaking it, Unless it's, like, super fast, I can kind of get the gist. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to do, like, a word-for-word translation, but I can kind of tell what they're talking about. Um, and it was the same thing with those tweets. Like, I'm not, I can't understand every word they wrote, but I can kind of tell what they're saying, you know, more or less. And, yeah, I did reply to a couple of them in Spanish, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I would say most of them are just like, yep, you're absolutely right. Everybody in Spain's good-looking. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, that's got to make you feel good as a Spaniard in the middle of a really tough situation. Because yeah. Spain is really starting to catch up to Italy as it's, a, as a really bad spot. Well. It's a bad yeah, it's spot. Not going well over there. Right? I mean, again, yeah. whether whether the army is handsome or not, they're sending yeah. in the army. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. 
Yeah. Um, so that was a lot of it. A lot of people agreeing. Um, and then you had some people who were just like taking it too seriously. Any trolls? Like, like I yeah. Said before. Um, yeah, but just like, you know, like, uh, no, obviously you've never been to Spain or, um, you know, whatever. Like, or a lot of the self deprecating, like, well, I live in Spain and I'm not good looking, so it's not everybody, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, what else? Oh, one thing that did get me in a little bit of hot water, I had to rescind one thing. <laughs> uh, an, an Italian guy said, well, that's true, but what about the Italians? Well, he and just wanted some I, love. Yeah. So I said, also beautiful, and the food is better. And I should have just stopped. Yeah, dude, you were feeling yourself. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because then I got the Spaniards who I had them. They're all on my side. And then they got mad at me because I said Italian food. Yeah, the goal wasn't to upset the Spaniards. Yep. To- True. Yep. I took it too far. So how did that so tweet you? I actually don't know anything about Spanish. I'm not sure I've ever even had Spanish food. Um, so I, maybe it's not. Maybe Italian food's not better. I love Italian food, but I don't know. Maybe I think Italian food. Italian, Italian food is more world, world, world known. Traveled outside yeah. of Italy, right? But right, right, right. But I will say this: having been to Spain myself, and uh, my wife can back me up on this. Yeah, the the uh, the Iberian ham. So they've got this ham over there that's just yeah. It's not like the ham that you get over here. It's just like a, a whole different thing. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So, so that alone on like some bread, good 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 God, it's great. Well, okay. Yeah. So so like I can see why the Spaniards would be a little upset. But anyway, yeah, they got a little honked off about that. So I had to take <laughs> that back. Um, I did get one. This actually raises an interesting uh, philosophical question. Um, so I think this was a person who was upset about the fact that Spain is using the army and thought that was fascist. So, so she said something about like, we shouldn't be celebrating fascism. Oh boy. Um, so, so stop with your weird racism. Um, now again, through Twitter, you can't tell if someone's joking or trying to be sarcastic or, but it does raise an interesting question. Like I was making a generalization about entire race of people. Wasn't I? You were like, like just because it's something positive, like, is that still racist? Hmm. That's a great question that I don't have the answer to. Yeah. Like, like what if I say that um, black people make better music than white people? Right. Is that racist? I guess I'm not saying all black people, but, um, but like, is that, I mean, like, that's a good thing. You know, like, when I say all Spanish people are good looking, like, is that, is well, that racist? Well, especially the, the, music, the music comment you made, you made it at the expense of another, of somebody else. The Spanish, yeah. the Spanish thing, you were just like, all Spaniards are good looking. <laughs> right. Like not, yeah. not, not compared to not compared to like Canadians. Like, Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying anyone else isn't. Right. So I feel like, you know, the, the, yeah, the fascism piece is just somebody just really fixated on fascism, you know, but frankly, again, the fact of the matter was it was a very well worded joke that a lot of people took literally. Because he said it's a scientific fact scientific that all Spaniards are good-looking, which, again, is a completely subjective statement. I also think, I didn't think of this at the time, but, like, in hindsight, now this is a, you know, in light of current world events, like, there's a lot of scientific facts that are floating around out there. Yes. And they're not, like, about something fun, like how good-looking people are. Correct. Um, so, like, people probably saw the important scientific fact and went, oh, man, what's this going to be? And then read that and kind of went, oh, okay, it was that. And then maybe they, maybe that's why so many people liked it. Like, I got them all geared up to hear something horrible. And you're and, like, uh, no. And it's like, no, no, this is, you're going to like this. So here's what I think 
you got to do, man. I think you got to just... I got to move to Spain. I got to pick up and move to Spain. There's just no other, there's no option. Well, number one, that, that is what you have to do. As soon as you're allowed to get a flight across the ocean, yeah. just do that and don't come back. Yeah, obviously. And honestly, if it's worth it for you to do that, then um, I probably can make arguments that it's worth it for all of us to do that, to be, <laughs> to be a part of the, the Roscoe Peace show. The Roscoe Peace show, Viva and Las, Vivo and La España. And La España. My coattails are now long enough for everybody. Yeah, I mean, they're getting close. And so yeah. the next thing I think you need to do, in my opinion, is, and again, I don't, like, you know there are some Twitter accounts that are kind of one-trick ponies, but, like, they really work for their trick? Yeah. My question is, do you wait for moments in which you can say that all somebody <laughs> else's are good-looking and see if you can do it again? Or do you just double down on, like, the Spanish audience and hope to just make them feel good? I don't know which way to go, but I think your mission on this account has to be to do one of those two things for a while to see how it goes. Well, I thought about writing, and I I didn't do it because I don't like when people do this. And I also don't think that this tweet is viral enough. But you know the thing, like, when just a regular person like me gets, like, 30,000 likes, really has, like, a huge tweet, like, famous people retweet it and that kind of stuff? Yes. And then, and then they always put, like, a reply, like, hyping something, you know, or, like, promoting something, like, oh, go to my SoundCloud or check out this thing. Sure. Or, have you seen that? Yeah. I really find that kind of distasteful. No, don't do that. Yeah, I thought about doing something like that. I thought about doing it, like, like, um, like, hey, follow me, and I'll tell you how good-looking I think the people from your country are. <laughs> Which is kind of like, kind of like what you said. But like, maybe I should just do that without asking for the follow. That's the point. point. Don't pander. Don't ask. Don't pander. Don't pander. Just, just make it, it your thing, and if it's good, people will find you. <laughs> because I think what you did is you stumbled upon a thing. I stole the part of thing. So just keep doing the thing, and it's either going to work or it's not. But pandering for people to follow you won't work. So, for instance, right. like last night, I was like, oh, the best part about that tweet, besides how awesome this is, <laughs> is that when people try to find out who the hell Roscoe P is, yeah. they're going to know about the band I'm in and my podcast. Yeah. And your podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's all right there. Which I forgot. I forgot that's all there in my profile. And I did nothing. But, but my point is, if I was like, and you can hear him tomorrow night on the filibuster freestyle, no crickets, crickets. But my hope is people will be like, hmm, what's drilling threes? And they'll realize it's a gosh darn mystery. And then they'll be like, what's the filibuster freestyle? And they're like, oh, it's like 300 episodes on SoundCloud. Let's go. It's the whole thing. So anyway, but like, yeah. so I think you make this, you either make praising the Spaniard community, the Spanish community, your thing, or you make, <laughs> or you make just telling, telling nationalities how good looking they are in times of crisis, right. your thing. Right. Or, or I need to find pictures of people from other countries and just say that everybody in that country is good looking. <laughs> you know, you can say, <laughs> can you can again. say, based on this picture, it's a scientific fact that everybody in Bulgaria is great well, looking. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like to really test this out, I should, I should put, I should tweet the exact same thing. Yes. And just change the word Spain for whatever other country. Yeah, I think that's right. And but just I, keep doing it. But I think you need to do it in response to a, a relatively yes. well-followed person's tweet. Oh, yeah, I can't just do it. Right. It's got, that's the only reason I got seen was because it, it was a reply to a tweet by this person who has 100 and something thousand followers. Correct. Yeah, yeah. 
So you got to pick my spots. Exactly. But the bottom line is, so it's kind of like this thing that, that, that Cindy and I have done. I don't think I've told you about this yet and we haven't put it online yet, but so you know how people, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but not with you, Roscoe. I want to hear, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Okay. So when we go away on vacation, you see all the people who are like influencers taking pictures. Yeah. You know, like Instagram girlfriends and Instagram boyfriends are taking pictures. They're, they're like their aspiring model, significant other or whatever, right? Yeah. So what we decided to do was I photobomb them. <laughs> but what I do is I have to get the, the subject and the photographer in the frame. And then Cindy takes a picture of me bombing the entire experience. Oh, wow. And we call it Gev Influenced. <laughs> And one of my wedding presents is supposed to be that Cindy's going to take this thing live. And so it's going to be an Instagram account, and it's going to be called Gev Influence, and it's me bombing people all over the world. <laughs> and poor choice of words. Not bombs in terms of, like, weapons. Photobombing. Photobombing. Me photobombing influencers and their photographers all over the world. Oh, this is great. And, like, that's our thing. Like, that's, our, that's like, our, you know... And like we're the only ones that are, you know, I'm not, we're not the only ones doing it, but I think we're the only ones who are committed to the joke. <laughs> yeah, I think you might be the only ones doing it. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> so like people photobomb influencers all the time, but they don't photobomb the photographer and the, the influencer thing. exactly. Yeah. They don't get Gav influenced. So anyway, the Gav influenced. Um, and it's just so perfect with the way my name works out. So it's like great. <laughs> it's meant to be. So between us doing that <laughs> and you doing this. <laughs> and you having a huge following in Spain and, and us inexplicably since December having a, a great Trebion following in, 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 France. in France, Viva la France. Mm. I mean, gosh darn it, Western Europe. We got Western Europe pretty well locked down. We're coming for you, and we, I mean that in a good way. We're coming to see you as soon as we're allowed to. We're coming over. We might play some shows. We're, play some shows. We're going to sample some foods. We're going to photobomb some people. We're going to tell everybody they're good looking. We're going to hang out with really good looking people. I mean, Roscoe, honestly, we could get, Cindy could get pictures of me photobombing whomever. Yeah. We could find out where they're from and say, based on this picture, it's scientific fact that everybody from Argentina is good looking. You know, like. I mean, if we could get a picture, I think this is meta. I'm still not clear what meta means. No one knows I what think, meta means, which is like yeah. the most meta thing there is. Right. <laughs> so I think this is a more meta thing. But if we could get a picture, if Cindy could get a picture of you photobombing me telling an influencer in another country how good looking they are. Yeah. That would be the perfect. That's the, that that, the, that's the album cover. Yeah. That's it. You can't get any better than that. All right. Well, we know what our mission is in life now. <laughs> Good news is we can wrap this up in the next two years probably, and then the rest of our life we can just coast. And that's it. We made it. We really took the perfect picture. We finally came up with the perfect thing. Yeah. It took us like 20 years. And we're going to put it on Instagram, and like 37 people are going to like it, and that's our life's work. And then we're going to drive it. We're going to drive to Portugal where nobody knows us, and we don't speak the language, and we're going to drink two euro, two euro wine and, and eat octopus, which they call pulpo. And we're going to enjoy some popo and some vino, and we're going to live our lives. <laughs> That's it. That's all how right. this is going to go. So, so any other nuggets from this 24-hour ride of yours that you oh, want to... Oh, I mean, so much. It's just, it's like, it's hard to keep up with. Like, I don't know how people who have to deal with this all the time actually do it. I think they have, because they hire assistants. Oh, yeah. One person said, uh, and they smell good, too. That was Ooh. one reply. Huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, yeah, I had two separate people have invited me to Madrid and said I could stay with them. Dude, I saw that. How great is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a place to stay and we go over there. This is also a cool thing because if this thing works, you're going to have free places to stay all over the world. Yeah. If yeah. only there weren't a global pandemic which restricted travel. Um, yes, well, there's that. We do have to get through that. three years from now when you're like, hey, I'm in Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, okay. Remember that tweet from three years ago? Woo! <laughs> Good lord! Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly that's exactly. I think that's the second part of the joke is you're gonna go call people out like three years from now. <laughs> three years from now. Screenshot the tweet and be like, busted. You said you said I could stay with you. You said if I'm ever in Madrid. Um, this one girl said, my boyfriend is Spanish. She went to visit his family a couple years back and everyone working at Starbucks looked like a professional model. How about that? Also, that reminds me of something. So not in Spain, but Cindy and I were on our little mini moon after we got married. Yes. And we were in CVS and the man working the, um, automated checkout, you know, the self checkout line, they have like one person there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the most handsome person people we've ever seen in our life. There, we, there's another place. Everybody in Miami's good looking. We thought we were on like punked. I'm like, okay, when is this guy <laughs> gonna be like, I don't work here, I'm actually CVS's yeah. CEO. Like I thought I was I'm on a supermodel. Yeah. He was literally the best looking person we saw all week. He works at CVS, which again, no right. disrespect, super handsome. No. Yeah. You work wherever the hell you want when you're that good looking. Sure. You wanna you wanna bless CVS with your presence? Hey man, thanks for helping me check out. I needed that suntan lotion. I didn't know how to scan it. Thank you so much. Um, somebody tweeted me a picture of King Charles, who I guess was pretty bad looking, but really does not contradict what I said. I was talking about people currently in Spain, and King Charles has been dead for like 700 years. Yeah, we can't really go retroactive and speak for all Spaniards or all people right. in any in any. That's, that's not place. what I said. I said everyone in Spain, like currently there now. Right. Living people. Yeah. That's not fair on you. That's not on you. Plus, think of all the hygiene things we have now and plastic surgery that he could have benefited from if he was alive today. Sure, He would have had the resources. I'm I'm never going to find it, but somebody said that. So, like, everybody, like, from the old people to the little kids all look like they've had plastic surgery. Oh, wow. Somebody tweeted that to me. What a a take that is. Well, I'm super excited about seeing if you can get a second or third iteration out of this one way or another. If I can do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Because, listen, the hardest thing to do is to do it, and then obviously the next harder thing is to repeat, you know? Oh, sure. But I, think I mean, look, stumbled look on bands it. spend their whole lives, they spend their whole lives writing their first album, and then you got to write the second one in six months when you hit, right? Like, yep. Like, this is it. I've waited my whole life for the perfect tweet, and now i got to back it up. But I do think it's just, I think, because honestly, this is really playing into your shtick. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not saying you don't have, you're not a very developed humorous and human being, but Twitter doesn't care about that. They just want to know what's your shtick and is it good? Yeah. And I think. Yeah, I now, I now have a Twitter shtick. Yeah, I think you've got a thing and uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and we've got to milk this. Okay, now for the people who cared enough, because you are going to obviously retweet when we post this pod and I tag you, yeah. you're going to retweet it yeah. at least, right? Oh, yeah, and I'll, I'll put it in, this, in the thread somewhere with the tweet with all the likes on it. See you if we can get anybody to know. You could even say, hey, this random podcast asked, you, this, this podcast asked me to talk about my theory on good, the good-looking, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. Good-looking Spaniards. 
Spaniards. I'm good looking Spaniards. And just, you know, I'm going to leave this right here and just see if it works. But anyway, uh, we'll see if some people listen to this. But since they're, they're listening, if they are, did you want to try to cover the fact that Jillian Trees might play a, a show? Is that something you want to talk about in the air or no? In Spain? No, just anywhere. Or, or in the Pioneer Valley. In, yeah, Massachusetts. Um, I mean, I hope so. Yeah, well, that, I mean, there were some early talks. Uh, so I, I think what happened there was... Coronavirus? I was at a, at a work function. So I have the, you know, the, there's the Roscoe P. Funk Twitter and Instagram. Um, and I think, I don't know how, some, I don't know. I try to keep the work and the music stuff separate. But somebody I work with... Uh, follows me on Instagram, on the Roscoe P. Funk Instagram. Hey, give us the and handle. He, it's at Roscoe P. Funk. Is that correct? Yeah, Roscoe P. Funk. R-O-S-C-O-P-F-U-N-K. Because honestly, uh, if we're going to tell people how good your tweet game is, they should be able to follow you. You should be able to follow me. Yeah, that is Twitter and uh, and Instagram. Um, so I uh, Instagram some pictures from your wedding of Drilling 3's performing. Uh, that were taken by the great uh, Katie Sal. Sure. Mrs. Mrs. Marky Sal. Um, so I, I put those up. So this guy who I work with said, like, so how, how was the gig at the wedding or something like that in front of this other person I work with who was like, oh, the, the band's back or whatever. So somehow we had that conversation. Later in the night, we were at this other bar where that second guy who overheard the conversation knows the owner. Oh. So out of nowhere... He comes up, the, the guy I work with comes up to me and says, like, yeah, I think I got you guys a show here over the summer. Beautiful. So, so apparently, apparently I went to the owner, and he's like, yeah, my buddy's got a band that just got back together, and, you know, they're looking for places to play. And so this is a place that, that has bands, but I guess they're kind of sick of the usual people who play there, and they want some new acts. So, uh, so now, we were on the list. This was, like, three weeks ago, and obviously, you know, uh, the bar business is not really happening right now. So, um, but I think, I think if we, in a couple of months here, if things start to get a little bit back to normal, if, if bars are opening again, then yes, we may be, we may, they might have to take some reminding that, uh, yeah, of course that was on the table. People are going yeah, through a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Right. Right. But the, uh, yes, the wheels were in motion for, uh, for drilling threes to perform, uh, out here in Springfield, uh, I won't say the name of the place yet until we until it's booked. But um, but at one of my uh, uh, a, a place that I frequent and have frequented since I've been out here. So and I think it would really. Be, I've actually I, I've thought and this was even you know <clears throat> years ago before I knew we were actually ever going to get back together. Um, like this is the perfect place for drilling threes to play. Oh, I like, like that. Out of the right, the right size and the right crowd and the right vibe, and yeah, I think it would be really, um, it'd be really good for us. Hopefully, we can we can do that, and you know, and some other stuff too. I mean, because and and we have not uh, done a pod. You and I have not done a pod since the wedding when the band played. And and you know, it should should be stated, your wedding was awesome. It was a great weekend. It was a phenomenal time. Um, I think everyone had a really good time. All of it was great. In my opinion, the best part, the most fun for me, was the Julian Three's performance. Oh, well, sure. <laughs> which, which, I mean, I didn't get married. Um, so, which, and, you know, which was like, it was really awesome. Like, I don't mind saying that. We were, like, really, really good. For, for a band that hadn't played in four years or five years or whatever it was by the time we got up there. Yeah. Um, we, like, melted everybody's face off. And, you know, and, of course, like we said, like, 
it's the most receptive crowd we'll ever have. Like if, if your band doesn't get over it, you're a wedding, right? But <laughs> and you got a bigger problem. Yeah. But, but this wasn't like the polite, Oh, isn't this cute? Gavin's band is playing songs. It was like, I mean, I, when we hit, like when the first song kind of kicked in people, like we visibly and physically knocked people back. Like I saw it happen. Like people were like, like jumped back, like, Oh, what, what is this? And then when we got done the first song, it was just the, the ovation was incredible. Really? I remember none of this because, you know, oh. it's your wedding. You and you're... none of this. Where, where were you? Were you not? Dude. I feel I... like you're up there standing next to me. You don't, you don't, you don't remember any of this? Dude, that entire night feels like five minutes to me. Oh, I know. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it must have been, yeah, super crazy for you. Me, me too. And think about how long ago that feels. Oh, my God. It was, it was it's, literally it's less. two months. It was less than two months ago by yeah. a couple days. Yeah. Since that time, and just this was the regular stuff. Like I moved, I started a new job. Yeah, that should be enough, you know, from for me or for anybody. But then right. you know, the world went into a pandemic. Right, <laughs> we're being sheltered in place. Yeah, nobody's allowed to go to Spain or anywhere else anymore. No one's allowed to go to Spain. You're gigantic in Spain. Like so many <laughs> things have happened in the last fifty-eight days. That have happened. The last yeah. fifty-eight days feels like a decade. But I'm glad that we had a good performance because I honestly, I, I don't know. I'm not sure why I don't remember. I mean, I remember it, but I don't really remember the crowd at all. I just remember kind yeah, of. Yeah, no, it wasn't a good performance. It was like a great performance. Huh. Like even the next day at the little brunch or whatever, like, like long, it's one thing to be like after we get off stage for people to come up and kind of politely say good job or whatever. But like the next day for people to grab me. You know, when it was like, this was like long after, like the whole Yeah, because no one's got to blow like, smoke up your butt because you're, you're, yeah, right, you're just right. a guy just in the like wedding party. Dude. I'm just like a dude yeah. sitting there having bacon. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm nobody at this point. People having come bacon. Up to me like, <laughs> you, like, like, you guys were so awesome last night. Like, you know, like, there were, there were, it was, I think I can tell the difference between the just kind of polite compliment and then the, like, legit, we were really blown away by that type of thing. And, yeah, there was a lot of that. We were we were really great, if I may say so myself. Uh, say whatever you like. I mean, I'm just glad. Maybe, that- maybe your maybe your guests disagree, and you can ask uh, you can ask you know the guests who saw it. I don't think they're going to because all of your guests told me how awesome we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, that's all that matters. That's what we were going for. Aside from you know doing it in a succinct amount of time, so that you know the wedding would have a day two, the marriage would have a day two. You know, so yeah, it was good. No, it was great. I was glad to. I was glad to dust it off the cobwebs and make it happen. And also there was some drama there because I had had vocal surgery. And so, you know, right, uh, we didn't know. Our, right. our song choice was very, very specific. The best part is Cindy's dad is like, okay, so Gavin's a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, fair. Did you say that? Yeah. Cindy's now piping in. And again, this is, so the new thing, okay, so double segue. The new thing about living with Cindy Harrington is that she's usually in the studio being quiet, but she's so far away from the mic that she'll say stuff, and all the fans will hear is, like, a noise. And then I translate. <laughs> so, yes, he said that, Cindy. Welcome to the podcast. Great. Here, Roscoe. <laughs> hey, Cindy. And now, now we're saying hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, C- Cindy's dad was the low-key star of the wedding. <laughs> Nice, Tommy Harrington. No doubt about it. He said the. I told him. I told him at the reset. He said the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. But it's one of those like you had to be like I'll say it. I'll say what it was. Yeah. But like if you weren't there in the moment, right? Like I almost had to. I'm standing up there. I'm in line with the other groomsmen. I almost had to like walk away <laughs> as your as your ceremony was starting because I couldn't stop laughing. Huh. 
do you remember when when he gave Cindy away? Yeah, he said, "Here, she's all yours, Gavin." Or here you go, Gavin. No, no. He goes, he goes, "How you doing, Gavin?" No. And like, I don't know why, but it was like that's the funniest thing I've ever heard anybody say. Like, why would he ask you how you're doing? Like, I thought he, he said, "Here you go." First time. I thought he. I thought he said, here you go, Gavin. But uh, Yeah, maybe, maybe after, but like that was the first thing he said. All right, well, either way, I'm just glad it was a magical moment for you. <laughs> it was amazing, because I asked him afterwards. Okay. I remember asking, like, maybe maybe he didn't know what I said, but like, did you say, how you doing? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, were you trying to be funny? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's great. That's great. Really good stuff. Really yeah. good stuff. Well, I'm glad. Oh, okay, okay. Let's end it on. Let's end the pod on this. Cocktail hour memories. Any any memories from our cocktail hour? Because the thing that Cindy and I remember the least is the cocktail hour. Did anything stick out from you from the cocktail hour? Um. Uh, and I put you on the spot. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do like the one thing I think of is that was because of his uh, because of his brain injury uh, and near-death experience that was the only time i got to talk to andrew patterson true uh so i guess that's what that's what sticks out um yeah i don't know i i think for me i think that was like the least memorable time sure um that's fair. just because like there was so much other stuff happening and you know well here's um, yeah yeah, that's so, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I guess that was it. I remember talking to Andrew a lot. And that was the only time I, I got to uh, I got to see him, as it turned out, because he left. Um, so and uh, yeah, you got to talk to. You know, I talked to Andy later too. Andy Maslin, I saw him there. Talked to him for a while. Um, so no, I, I don't have like a great uh, okay. cocktail hour story because we've been trying to piece our cocktail hour back together. Because the thing that I think the, bro- the groom and the bride missed the most on is the cocktail hour because they just literally yeah. know everybody. Yeah. And it's just such an overwhelming like thing. So the thing that I remember, not from the cocktail hour, but I want to, the hotel was great, a million percent. But the one song they needed to be behind the bar with the bartenders for was Thunderstruck. So when all Cindy's friends do the Thunderstruck uh, game. And yeah. I just remember looking at the bar, both bars in both corners of the room, empty bars, and people just started mutinying and grabbing beer from behind the bar. And, oh, really? And so, like, if you're going to take a break, one, don't take it at the same time as the other bartender, and two, read the damn script. Thunderstruck was supposed to be, you know, you don't take a break during Thunderstruck. Wait, was that played at cocktail hour? No, no, no. That was later than yeah, that. Yeah, that was when the, the, band, the band played it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have any cocktail hour memories. I'm just saying, oh, okay. I'm just saying I wanted to give a shout out to Thunderstruck and give a shout out to Played Out for learning it and an anti shout out to the bartenders who went on break during that song. Yeah, we should. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know any of that happened. That's great. Um, but yeah, definitely shout out to, to played out. Like I was, I was ready to, I was kind of ready to hate them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause they stole my act. Yeah. Right. But, uh, but no, they were awesome. They were really awesome. And they're, and they're like really nice to us and, you know, really helpful. And they made it very smooth for us to get up there and we actually used their stuff. Right. Like we, we played yeah. their instruments and their through their amps and um, heck, we used their keyboard so, player, the great Mike Gear. Yes, and yes, and we used their keyboard player. Yeah, the, the great Mike Gear. Um, so yes, big big shout out to, to play. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that the uh, that there was no bartenders during Thunderstruck. It's like the, I remember. I remember. I had to go get you. Who took? Did Cindy grab me? Probably. Somebody grabbed me and yeah. was like, 
so, so go find Gavin. They're doing Thunderstruck. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw you like in the back and like. Well, like, the we reason I was in the back is that. because I was tr- trying to grab beers and find the bartenders. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I saw one of Cindy's friends, fiance is grabbing like 7,000 Heineken's, but I wasn't <laughs> mad at him because they screwed up. They had one job. But just think about that. Two months ago, we were at a wedding with 200 people, and no one was worried about coronavirus. Right. I don't even think anyone even came up. And you were just a glimmer in Twitter's eye. No one in Spain even knew who I was. And now you are a Twitter celebrity in Spain. No one can leave their house. And those bartenders are probably wishing they had been there for Thunderstruck. All right. Filibusterfreestyle.com, ladies and gentlemen, is where you can find us. And for goodness sake, Spotify, SoundCloud. Everywhere. Everywhere you can get a podcast, pretty Wherever much. Wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, review the pod, tell your friends. Roscoe P., you're working on some stuff. You're on SoundCloud, right? Yeah, I guess. I haven't put anything on SoundCloud in a while. I have, there's a YouTube channel. If you search for Roscoe P. Funk, I put all the music on there there's not like an actual video that goes with it but you can hear the songs but again there hasn't been anything new in a while but i am uh during this during our time of social distancing uh i am using that in part to um uh to make some new music so uh uh that that i think is coming i know i keep promising that but i do have some more time on my hands and i expect uh, not only something brand new but i think i'm going to go back and kind of redo a couple of the ones that went up there uh, that have been up there before nice. trying to make those a little better so um so yes i'm i'm uh new, new music is is coming all right folks so follow roscoe p be like the folks in madrid invite him over to the house if he's ever in your town more importantly yep. just follow him on just follow him on social media at roscoe p funk and i'll tell you how good looking you are he will tell you how good looking you are and you will probably try to deflect and he will not let you nope i get away with that not on my watch <laughs> All right, Roscoe, stick around for a minute. Great job tonight. Keep up the good work on Twitter as well. Thanks for being on, pal. Anytime.